It's Tuesday, May 11, 2021. The Colonial Pipeline delivers nearly half of all the diesel and gasoline to the East Coast, and it's delivering it um, to the Northeast, which is the least energy-independent part of the entire country. America's largest pipeline system shut down by major cyber attack. Air pollution from farms kills thousands of Americans every year. New study finds ominous warnings of deepening drought in California. Plus, Biden moves to restore landmark protection for birds. All of those stories for the birds and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. People like Lindsey Graham, this is him a few days ago, I've come to conclude that climate change is real. Well, (laughs) welcome to 1990, Lindsey. Uh, (laughs) This is your Green News Report. Pull up a beanbag chair. Okay, Desi Doyen, when I saw this cyber attack on the Colonial Pipeline, I was trying to think, when, what did we cover them recently? And in fact, they were the company that had a pipeline spill in the North Carolina Nature Preserve. They said last year it was 63,000 gallons. Turns out this year we learned it was more than a million gallons. Well, I guess Colonial Pipeline is back in the news again today. Yes, sadly, they are the Colonial Pipeline system, the largest in the nation that delivers 45 percent of fossil fuel supplies to the East Coast, was shut down over the weekend by what appears to be the largest ever ransomware attack on U.S. energy infrastructure to date. Well, I guess somebody has finally figured out how to shut down Colonial Pipeline. The FBI identified a known foreign criminal ransomware gang as responsible. The pipeline company says the cyber attack hit only IT networks, not operations. As we go to air, it's unclear when full operation will be restored, but the company says it is restarting it in stages. Well, if the company says something, I guess we ought to believe them. Am I right? The Biden administration is assisting the company and issued a regional emergency declaration to ensure distribution of fuel supplies. Experts say, depending on the shutdown's duration, there may be price spikes and shortages in some regions. The incident highlights the huge vulnerabilities in the nation's aging infrastructure. According to cybersecurity expert Rob Lee on CNN, it won't be the last cyber attack on U.S. infrastructure. All of our industries are going through some level of a digital transformation, which means they're becoming more and more connected. Everybody is vulnerable. We are going to experience attacks. The real question is how can we be more responsive and more resilient in the face of those attacks so that the consequence doesn't impact our daily lives. Now, President Biden's American Jobs Plan has an answer for that. It includes funding to harden U.S. infrastructure cybersecurity overall. But from a risk management perspective, reliance on a single company for half of the East Coast's fuel supply is uh, suboptimal. Yes. And by the way... Doing anything about this would be against the Republican rule that infrastructure is only things, you know, made of concrete like roads and bridges, I guess. Right. Yep. There's that, too. In other news, air pollution from farms kills nearly 18,000 Americans every year. Oh, great. That's according to a first-of-its-kind study of emissions from hog farms in North Carolina that examined residents' complaints of respiratory and heart ailments Mm. from noxious fumes emanating from the expansion of massive hog farms and manure waste lagoons after the North Carolina legislature weakened regulations. In one North Carolina county, the study linked 89 
premature deaths directly to emissions caused by the nearby hog farms. Nationally, the researchers estimate almost 18,000 premature deaths across the United States could be attributed to farm air pollution, and they pinpoint meat production as the leading source. Mm, I guess Biden's going to have to ban beef again. In California, ominous signs of deepening drought. Water stored in the state's mountain snowpack is essentially gone, down to just 8% of average for this time of year. Early season heat waves caused the rapid snow melt, which has led to an unusually early spate of critical fire weather conditions with record dry vegetation for the month of May. But some good news. Thank you. Electric cars, vans, and SUVs will be cheaper for car makers to produce than fossil fuel vehicles by 2027. That's according to a new forecast from Bloomberg New Energy Finance, which projects that larger vehicles like SUVs will be as cheap to produce as conventional gas and diesel vehicles by 2026 and smaller cars by 2027. Nice. Bloomberg attributes this fast inflection point to the rapidly falling costs of manufacturing batteries as well as car makers ramping up production lines dedicated solely to electric vehicles. So they'll be the same price, hopefully, as a internal combustion car, and yet you'll never have to pay for gas ever again. Exactly. Finally, great news for birds. The Biden administration has finally begun the process of revoking a Trump administration rule change that gutted the Migratory Bird Treaty Act that would have allowed industry and individuals to kill unlimited birds as long as they claimed it was unintentional. The Biden administration has proposed new rules to replace the old Trump rules. And presumably... They're better rules. Yes. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm for the bird.